Hey, are you struggling to figure out what your purpose is here on earth? Do questions like what do you want to do for the rest of your life or what internship do you have for the summer stress you out? Are you about to move to a new city with no family or friends to start a new career? Are you still mourning the loss of a school year that ended abruptly and you just haven't felt the same since? And in the midst of all of this, are you wondering if God truly has a plan for your life? If you said yes to any of these questions, this series is for you. Over the next few weeks, myself and some amazing guests will be sharing experiences of inviting God into our educational and post-grad career journeys. We will be diving into scripture, sharing job search advice, both professional and spiritual, and most importantly, offering up encouragement while you wait for the next step in your young adult life. So let's head to brunch. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Let's Brunch podcast. My name is Jasmine Chroma, and today I have a special guest. Uh, We are continuing the conversation about inviting God into our post-grad, internship, job hunt experiences, all of the above. We want you guys to um, just really invite God into every decision that you're making because we know that all of life is worship and so this next steps of next phase of our life of our journey of our careers um has the potential to be extraordinary um with the hand of god over it and when we invite him into those situations um it's really just another way that we get to do life with jesus that we get to um to give our whole hearts to him to to exercise our faith Um, and to really be on mission wherever he calls us to be. Um, But before we dive into today's conversations, just want to remind you guys again, um, if you haven't already, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. If you're listening on the podcast, you can leave us a review, a star review, or a written review. That just helps us know what you guys like, what you guys dislike, what you want to see more of. Uh, and that's just super helpful. We also have in our Instagram bio a support link. So if you guys want to financially support us and um, what we are doing to um, help other women become rooted and united in Christ, um, you if you feel called to, you can give with that link in our bio. Um, and then also, don't forget to, uh, we have voice messages. So if you want to send in a voice recording, Uh, of you asking a question or just um, letting us know how the episodes have been impacting you. That's also in the link in our bio. You can click that link and it will take you to um, a little recording that you can record yourself um, and send it in and we can play it on our episodes. So just want to let you guys know those fun and cool things um, going on. And also want to thank you guys so much for just extending grace. You guys know, um, if you didn't listen to last week's episode, um, I have recently started a new job. So just learning how to be consistent again um, and and really balancing out, um, you know, let's brunch priorities with my new job, guys. So thank you guys for extending um, that grace to me and 
I am excited for what um, the upcoming episodes will be. But speaking of upcoming episodes today, we are talking about the posture of the process. So worshiping while you wait. And we have a special guest, Zipporah Baldwin. Um, So Zipporah, go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us a fun fact about yourself. Yeah, so hey everyone, I'm so grateful to be here. Absolutely honored to be up here again with you, my good sis, Jazz. Um, Yes, Ashley already stated, my name is Zipporah. And a quick fun fact about me, my name means little bird in Hebrew. So that's typically the fun fact that I give. And just a little bit more about me, I am a recent grad along with Jazz from Hampton University. Um, And I have my degree in business management. And I also am the founder and CEO of a nonprofit called Everyday Esther. So basically, we're a faith-based organization that equips young women and girls to discover their value and operate in their purpose. So that's pretty much a little bit about me and what I do and who I am. I love that. And thank you so much for joining us, Zipporah. Um, So as you guys may or may not know, we kicked off, like I said in the beginning, we kicked off a series about inviting God into our careers, whether it be post-grad journeys, a job search, an internship, or um, navigating your faith journey in the current workplace that you are in. Um, And Zipporah, you recently made a pretty big decision about your next steps. Um, We kind of found that our stories were very similar. Can you shed some light on that particular decision and what that looked like for you? Yeah, for sure. So um, graduating from college, I honestly wasn't 100% sure about what I was going to do next. And honestly, this may sound crazy, but I knew that I needed like some sort of plan. And in the back of my mind, this was low key like a fallback plan. Like Mm -hmm. if I can't figure else, if I if I can't figure anything else out, this is what I'll do. And that that plan for me was grad school. Mm-hmm. Um, I honestly wasn't 100% sure about what it is that I wanted to do next, you know, what move that I wanted to make next. And I felt as though that part, that particular season for me, I did not have the greatest clarity from the Lord concerning my next steps. So I was like, look, like I'll go to grad school, you know, I can actually have something to say when people ask me, you know, what's next instead of I don't know, mm-hmm. I'll just say, you know, okay, I'm going to grad school. So I tried that out and um, for less than a semester. And I was truly, I was truly just I was very disinterested. I was disinterested yeah. and I was and I was unsatisfied and I knew in my heart that this wasn't what I was supposed to be doing. So I made a really hard decision to um, stop. I, I stopped my coursework. I withdrew from grad school and um, yeah, I just started to invest more of my time into everyday Esther and just continue to seek the the, the voice of my father just to understand exactly what it was that I was to do next. And even so, I, I came to a point where In my walk with God, I was like, okay, well, even if it's not 100% clear of what I'm supposed to be doing, I know that I don't have to be miserable, you know, the the journey and the process, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be miserable. So instead of putting myself through um, a situation that I found no satisfaction in, and um, just being in a place where my heart was truly just you know, kind of grieving. I just really look to God to get some encouragement for how to move forward. And I feel as though Everyday Esther was definitely the route that I was led to. So Everyday Esther is what I'm doing now um, on a full-time basis. And I am also a substitute teacher as I um, continue my transitioning process. Wow. And I love that. And I, uh, every time I just hear that story, I'm just so in awe of like how similar similar. our stories were because that is exactly almost to a T of yeah. exactly what I went through. And it was, um, 
I think for anyone listening, like the, I feel like when you first graduate, it's like, it can even, that, the question of what are you going to do next can either yeah. be the most exciting question wow. for you, or it can be the most <laughs> dreadful thing, yes. and you're just, you're, you're tired of hearing it, you don't want anyone to keep and for us, that was definitely the case, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and of course, people are, do, do this with well intention, and absolutely care about, you know, your next step, they want to hear about your life, they're excited, they want to celebrate you, yeah. um, but it's something to be said, one, when you graduate in the middle of a pandemic, yeah, yeah, yeah. when you haven't always had, like you said, the clarity of a dream job or yeah. a dream career, or you're just really not sure in a, in a world that makes it seem like you have to know your next yeah. step at every, at every turn. You should know, you should already have the LinkedIn updated. You should have posted it about, about <laughs> right now, like all of these things. And um, it's just, it's, I think it's comforting and I think it will free up some, some of the women or men who are listening that are like, wow, I feel the same exact way. I, I really don't know. And I, I don't have clarity and that's okay. Like yeah. we're not always going to have the clearest picture of what our next move is. Sometimes we only have a, a word from God that says keeping obedient right where you are. And yeah. that's all we can do. Um, but so I appreciate you sharing that with us, Zipporah. Um, and so the process, this process of, you know, waiting for quick clarity, whether it be now or even, you know, maybe even in that season of like, okay, I'm starting to feel this dissatisfaction um, in grad school. I, I don't know how I'm going to tell my parents. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm waiting to see if this, if I'm really unsatisfied or if I'm just really the, don't want to do it. <laughs> Um, all of these emotions and thoughts are going through your mind um, and it can be challenging and it can be frustrating. So in your one of your recent Monday morning wake up calls, guys, if you're not plugged in, she Zipporah does these uh, Monday morning weekly wake up calls at 8 a.m. Tune in IG live. Um, and you talked about having this discipline and heart posture of gratitude. And I love this question you posed to your viewers and your audience. You said, is worry and complaint my disposition or is peace and gratitude my discipline? Mm-hmm. Um, and so as you were navigating this decision, what did it look like when you gave way to worry and complaint versus when you shifted your posture to gratitude? Um, yeah. and if there's any moment in scripture that, you know, stood out to you. Um, but I want to I want to kind of juxtapose those two, because I know oftentimes it can be easy to listen to Christian podcasts. It can be easy to listen or read a blog post and, and you hear about what seems to be this perfect Christian person that just never worries and always has is always grateful and thankful and of course that's what we desire Mm -hmm. but our humanness and our reality of the situation is that we worry (laughs) and we get frustrated and we wonder if we're making the right decisions so I want to hear from you what did it look like when you had a posture of worrying complaining and then also what does it look like when you um, put on this posture of gratitude yeah absolutely so um, to your point that was definitely a question that I felt was laid on my heart is worry and complaint my disposition or is peace and gratitude my discipline and it was revealed to me like Zippor you have to get yourself together it was several weeks that well yeah definitely a few weeks that I was just crying every night and 
I just couldn't seem to to figure out what was going on with me. But I did know that I was frustrated. I was frustrated with where I was. I was frustrated and disappointed with the fact that my life looked a lot different than I had hoped and expected and had prayed for seemingly. Mm -hmm. And um, I just came to the end of myself one night and um, preparing for this Monday morning wake up call. I really got a wake up call for my own self and had Mm -hmm. to be reminded that support you're focusing too much on yourself. So I, I feel as though when I was so fixated upon worry and complaint or more so when worry and complaint was my disposition, it was because I was so focused and fixated upon myself. Mm -hmm. It's when we're focused upon the creator. It's when we're focused upon Christ, that peace and gratitude are our disciplines. You know, that peace gets to be our portion because we're no longer focused on how we'll um, make things right. We're no longer focused on how we're going to bring all things together. Instead, peace gets to be our our positioning because we've put our hope and our trust in God alone. So definitely, I would say what my life looked like when I was, you know, really in a, a state of worry and complaint and frustration. I was just so fix, fixated upon myself, really. And um, these days, when I um, hop on the Monday morning wake up calls, we always start off with celebration because now I realize how sincerely important it is to make gratitude a discipline like starting Mm -hmm. off my days with thankfulness is so incredibly important and it really does change the course of your day so yeah Yeah. that's definitely what I would say I love that and I think um oh one more thing sorry go ahead (laughs) no you're fine (laughs) yeah one more thing one more thing to the scripture um Romans 12 12 kept popping up to me and it was be joyful in hope patient in affliction and faithful in prayer and I think even so like you were saying there is no perfect Christian and and um I think that sometimes I would hope that I could be that. But once I came to to terms with the fact that I am human, I am sometimes going to worry. And sometimes, yes, I am going to be frustrated. Mm -hmm. I then was able to acknowledge that gratitude is a discipline and, you know, make sure making sure that you're maintaining your peace is a discipline. And even so, Romans 12, 12 became a discipline for me, making sure that to the best of my capabilities in surrender unto the Lord, I was being joyful in hope, patient in affliction and faithful in prayer. So, yeah, girl. Yeah, I love that. And I think one of the things um, when we think about even maybe just practically of this, this grat, this discipline of peace and gratitude and what that looks like to to posture your heart um in that way um and the and the people that listen to the podcast probably are so tired of me saying this but the the move of god list um so support i always encourage people to like take out their phone have it in their notes app and just keep track of the evidence of god like moving in your life and it can be something so simple it can literally be like, hey, like Zipporah and I recorded a podcast today. Or it could be, you know what, I went and I went and took a walk and I listened to this worship song. Put it on your list. And I think um that you whether it be the small things or the big things, I love um taking time to even just look back a year ago from now and see all the ways in which God was moving. Like that's like a receipt of you know, God is still with you. God is not inactive in your life. Yeah. Um, and it really just allows you to keep track of the evidence. And I think even that is like a practical way um, that someone could, you know, make, you know, exercise that discipline of gratitude, right? And it's looking, yeah. it's looking at things that are taking place in your life, not as coincidences or not as things that you've done 
um, unto yourself, but really boasting in the Lord and saying like, hey, like I woke up with breath in my lungs. That is a move of God. Like I get to do life with Jesus. I get to tell people about him. Um, And even though I don't know what job I'll have a year from now, and even though I'm not making the money I want to make right now, and even though all my friends have jobs at Google and Twitter and Facebook, (laughs) and I feel like my little part-time job or my substitute teaching job, it just isn't enough. I know that wherever God has placed me, he does it with intention. And so I can be thankful for, for God inviting me into this mission wherever I am. And I think um, one of the things that I heard from a mentor of mine, um, no, no ministry is a small ministry, like no job, no, um, I think last episode, I kind of touched on, um, you know, people feeling inadequate because of, you know, they chose to go to a community college instead of a four-year college, or maybe they didn't even go to college at all. Um, And it can be tough when you see everyone else doing these big air quotes, big things. Um, when God is like just as capable of using the smaller when they're not really small, but using other opportunities and other ways to grow you, um, he can, he can use anything. He used a donkey, he used rocks, he used cloud, like he can use anything. Um, and so I think when you, like you said, kind of take that, the, um, the vision off of yourself and, yeah. um, or sorry, shift the gaze off of yourself, off yeah. of your circumstance, um, and shift it onto who God is, what his character is, the way that he's moving in your life, um, mm-hmm. that gratitude and peace part will come easier, um, to to you all who are listening who want to give this a try um but so the next point you mentioned is intimacy um in this particular season what did your time with the lord look like i guess you can talk about you know presently as having this new job what does intimacy look like and also when you are still trying to figure out am i gonna leave grad school Mm -hmm. um what did that intimacy look like has it changed i know we've talked about even today we're talking about (laughs) (laughs) like the changes in between these like cool transitions that are happening in our lives like figuring out like oh the way that i was you know practicing intimacy with the lord in one season may not be the way i uh, can do that in another season and that's okay um but talk to us about intimacy in both of those seasons Absolutely. So yeah, we have been talking a lot about the shifts, <laughs> the shifts in our intimacy with the Lord. But yeah, intimacy is so incredibly important when it comes to relationship with God. And previously, girl, oh, it was such deep intimacy. I was living by myself and yeah. um, my schedule was a lot more flexible. I had a lot more free time on my hands. Mm-hmm. Um, so previously then, yeah, the intimacy was deep all over my apartment and particularly in my prayer closet. I could spend hours on end yeah. just worshiping, yeah. praying, praying praising, journaling, writing, reading. But these days, girl, 
it's like where did yeah, the time go yeah <laughs> it's so crazy sometimes I'm like god are there even enough hours in the day yes. you know what I'm saying so definitely I would say now I am learning some adaptability you know moving with the flow of god yeah. and I'm understanding that it's necessary to be okay with it it's necessary it's essential even to just be okay with the flow of the lord and not beat mm-hmm. yourself up about it but instead just accept the favor and grace that the lord has for you as his daughters and sons yes. so definitely now I would say that there has been a shift in my intimacy with the Lord, but even so, He is still a priority. So yeah. I would say, um, I wouldn't necessarily say there's been a shift in my intimacy with the Lord. I would more so say that there has been a shift in my designated time spent, um, yeah. you know, in um, worship and study time with the Lord because my schedule has just changed dramatically over, yeah. you know, the course of a few days. But definitely I'm so grateful that the Lord remains on my mind and I just continue to remain submitted and surrendered unto him. So yeah, girl, just continuing to seek his face and find yeah. what works for me and for him. As we've been talking about um on our own chats, you know, just yeah, figuring yeah. out what what works now because this is a place that I've never been before. This is a place yeah. that I've I've never experienced before, but what I do seek is consistent growth. You know, I want to continue to go deeper in the things of God even if it looks different than last season. So, yeah. Yeah. I love that and um yeah, to your point, I think it's it's just so real and uh, honestly, sometimes it's just funny like I kind of was similar to your situation like I had so much time especially um like right after I left grad school right yes what do I do now right I was like (laughs) I'm not doing anything and I would spend like honestly like the whole day like go from a study to like go on a walk and just be talking to God yeah go to my car listen to worship music hop on an IG live listen to like how to study my bible from a random you know, IG live that was going on, like, just so many different things. And I think like, um, for those of us who maybe you're seeking clarity, or maybe, um, maybe you're taking like a gap year, like, we were working this part time job, or you're living by yourself, like, this is, um, I know some days when I was, when I would kind of, like we said, take my gaze off of God and kind of look around me, it felt like I had to rush that season of like, oh my gosh, I have to get on LinkedIn and I need to be applying to at least 20 jobs a day. And if I don't do that, then I'm a failure. And like all these thoughts start to unravel. And I found myself trying to rush this like really sweet time that now that I have this like full-time job, I'm like, wow, I kind of do miss those days where I had all day uninterrupted time with God and so if you are kind of in this in-between season um like take advantage of that like you have so much time to um to try new things in in um to develop intimacy with God like you can like take yourself out to lunch take yourself out to dinner and just sit and just pray and journal take yourself out to coffee um, like hit up your friends, go to the park. Like you have all this time to really, um, to really try something new, and 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 um, learn about God in a new way and have Him reveal Himself in new ways. Um, and that's not to say that you can't do that in an, a new season, whether it be you know, in grad school or in a new job or at your internship. Um, 
but they're just two different two different things and so the season that Zipporah and I are in now we're like okay we have these full-time jobs we also want to give time to these other platforms that God has gifted us right and then we also want to make sure that we're still prioritizing our own faith journeys um with him so these are things that are just I think they're just a part of adulting and just learning um, and embracing um that and also not being too super like legalistic with it right like it's not like oh god only loves you if you get that hour in it has to be an hour it has to look like this like no like God is limitless and so we can experience him in a limitless amount of ways and he can reveal himself to us in so many new ways and so that's like an opportunity where if I have I mean even today like I got to the office early I only had like 15 to 20 minutes I just read my devotional um, and kind of just sat there in silence before anyone else showed up to the office and it was Mm. like that was a sweet time where it was like yeah, before I, I had like an hour, two hours, three hours, but now I have this 15 minutes. What would it look like for me to give that 15 minutes to God? Um, mm. And then like you also said, support. And many of the Psalms say like ponder on um, the Lord, like ponder yeah. on who he is, ponder on his character, ponder on his attributes, um, ponder on his promises. Like think of, think of God often. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And even that can be a way that we practice intimacy. Um, And so, yeah, it's just, it's, it's cool to kind of find new ways to experience God. Um, And so I just love that you shared that um, so openly and candidly. Um, Also next question (laughs) What would you say to someone that is like, okay, rising above my circumstances, it sounds great. Uh, It sounds like that would be the right thing to do, Mm -hmm. but it is so hard. What would you say to that person to encourage them? Yeah, I would definitely say stay steady and keep showing up. Mm -hmm. So to the stay steady part, for me, that looked more so like doing my best to just continue to maintain discipline while giving my feelings and frustrations to God. Yeah. And uh, when I say keep showing up for me, I had to come to the point of the, you know, feelings. Yes, my feelings are valid. Absolutely. I can give all of my emotions to the Lord. I can take Mm -hmm. time to acknowledge all of my emotions and all of my feelings. But what I can't allow them to do is to lead me. Because if I'm going to surrender myself, if I'm going to submit unto the Lord and say that the Lord has the reins of my life, only he is the one that should, not my feelings, not my emotions, you know, not my situations and circumstances, only the Lord. So I would definitely say keep showing up, you know, and definitely tap into community. Um, Because I know, like, for instance, Jasmine, our relationship has definitely been valuable to me, you know, when I can just send over a question or we can just (laughs) exchange voice messages just to encourage one another. Because one thing that I definitely do value is support, you know, support from those that love you and that see you. Um, 
especially from people that you can trust, you know, that yeah. you can trust with your heart, that you can trust with your transparencies and vulnerabilities. So, um, yeah, quick shout out to you for that, because you've definitely played a vital role, definitely, <laughs> in um, my transitional season. But yeah, definitely to anyone that's been struggling, that wants to rise above their circumstances, but may be afraid to or may feel like it's too much to do so, cast your cares on the Lord and allow yeah. him allow him to give you the strength that you need because we're also reminded that his strength is made perfect in our weaknesses so yeah. the first the first step in your journey to rising above your circumstances is admitting that you're weak you yeah. can't be strengthened if you think that you have everything together yet you 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 see yourself struggling so definitely the first thing in really gaining that strength that the Lord offers is really admitting our weakness unto him so yeah, that's yeah. definitely what I would say as a form of encouragement. Yes, and that is really so encouraging. And I love the point that you talked about, kind of this like this showing up and also showing up consistently and also giving God your feelings and exactly yeah, what yeah. you're going through. It's a, I think maybe for a lot of people listening and maybe just like, you know, for those of us who have been church folks, we might have thought that it's like, okay, no, we have to do this because yeah. this is holy and this is God. Um, but I think what we're learning now, and I, I don't know, maybe because we're getting older, maybe because, you know, we have this new, um, newfound, deeper relationship with God, but mm -hmm. it's, um, it's really our relation, our walks with God is really like a both and it's not an either or he's not saying mm -hmm. like, leave your leave your feelings you can't bring that here yeah. and just show up but it is like no I want you can bring you know your effort and um as much strength or as much of weakness that you have mm. and I will meet you there and you mm. can also bring your emotions and your frustrations like when God says he wants to know your whole heart that is all of your heart it's not hiding how you feel um God is not offended by the way that you feel. Come on, <laughs> like, put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> like he's not offended by the way that we feel. And so he wants us to bring all of ourselves. Um, and part of bring, showing up is like, hey God, you know what? Like I'm really not feeling it today. Yeah. Um, But I'm here. Yeah, yeah. Or sometimes it's literally like, God, all I only have the strength to barely get out of bed I yeah. don't feel like opening my laptop I don't feel like recording a podcast episode I don't feel like opening my bible today and I need your strength to mm. like truly help me out because mm. I know what is right but honestly I don't want to do it I've had prayers like that before yeah, um, and I think God honors that um because we could just hide it it's mm. easy for us to hide it it's easy for us to keep everything in the dark um, but as children of God, like he wants us to live in the light and that doesn't Amen. mean that living in the light is us living perfectly. It's just living authentically. And like you said, Zipporah, like living from a place of humility, like living mm -hmm. from a place of like, I am weak. I need the Lord's strength. I can't do it on my own. Um, and that's why I just love, you know, one, one of the scriptures that really stood out to me. Um, in particular, just throughout, honestly, throughout um, my time of reflecting the year and a half of just like kind of figuring out what God would have for me in the next season is this idea of entering into his rest from like Hebrews, mm. Hebrews 3 and Hebrews 4, mm. because like 
when I look how much pressure I was putting on myself to figure out my next step, like I was, I was trying to work myself to the bone Mm. at something that God was like, if you would just like, if you would just stop, (laughs) like if you would just stop and rest and like, just come to me. Um, and I think that's, that's, that's what the gospel is. It's like, like God gave us Jesus so that we don't have to keep working and earning and working ourselves to the bone, but through Jesus, we can, through his sacrifice, we can enter into his rest. Like that is the gospel. And so when we try to, you know, it doesn't mean don't have any goals or, you know, don't just stop applying to jobs or whatever, but it's like, for me, practically, it looked like, you know what, I can take a day or two off of LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Like, I can trust that the the job that God has for me will still be there. Mm-hmm. If I take a day or two off of LinkedIn, like, yeah. <laughs> I can do that. Like, I can rest and know that the job that God has for me when I'm in his will, it will always be there. Like, Amen. I can't change, I can't change that. Um and that's what that looked like for me practically. It was really like, Jasmine, you have to rest. Like, mm-hmm. you trying to do all of this is really saying, like, I don't need Jesus. I yeah. don't need God. I can do it all on my own. If I just if I just submit, you know, the applications in a timely fashion, if I talk to all the right people, mm-hmm. if I say all that I need to say, if I change my resume, you know, then eventually I'll get the job for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and... I, I just found that, like, honestly bringing every part of the process to God, to the feet of Jesus is so much better, Amen. so much better. And it will give you so much more rest. You won't be as stressed. <laughs> you For won't sure. work yourself to the bone. Um, but yeah, I think that was something that was definitely super practical I guess like scripture, scripturally and practically, um, that was something that I was kind of having to learn and be humbled in. Is that like I have to, I have to be intentional about rest, and I have to be intentional about inviting God into the I don't knows and the what ifs. Like I have to be intentional about that. Um, but yeah, <laughs> mm, that's um, so good. Yeah. Um, okay, so I love this last point. Um, which reminds us to remember God's character. So he is a man of his word. What are some practical ways in which you remind yourself of truth when doubt or when pressure or lies of the enemy fill your mind with noise and nonsense? (laughs) Yeah, definitely. That's such a good question. And um, I would definitely say getting God's perspective. Because I think sometimes our minds can be so filled with other people's opinions or even our own opinions of ourselves. But at some point, you're going to have to just say, what does God think about this? Or how does God see this situation? And oftentimes I'll even pray like, God, help me to see this situation the way that you do. Yeah, um, and it's in those, good. yeah, definitely, it's in those moments where I feel that pressure lifting, and I really begin to um, just get get waves of revelation, so that I can be filled with the Lord's Spirit and His knowledge and wisdom, understanding like my situation isn't always how I perceive it to be. Yeah. So that's one thing for sure, getting God's perspective, and definitely another one goes back to what we were talking about earlier, 
of focusing our uh, focusing less on ourselves and fixating our focus more on Christ. Yeah. Um, because sometimes I, I feel as though just in this society in general, it's really easy to just get caught up in self, you know, yeah. um, even the word talks about in the end days, people will become lovers of themselves and um, not to comfort anybody. Cause I think that can be um, the disposition of anyone these days. Yeah. It, it's, it's just a reminder to me that it's not all about you. It's not, you know, it's not all about me. Like, whatever the Lord is calling us to do, whoever it is that he's calling us to be is for his glory and for his glory alone. Yeah. So um, definitely, I, I just think sometimes that 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 focus upon self really just gets us out of sorts. So just keeping our eyes upon Christ really is a, a stress reliever, a pain reliever, a pressure reliever. So yeah. that's definitely a couple of things that I would say practically. Yeah, I love that. And I can honestly, I think of And I've mentioned these two scriptures probably so many times on this podcast, but these two really stand out to me. And I, it's honestly something that I'm just like, do you ever have those moments when you're like reading the Bible and it's like, God, like, are are you literally reading my life? Yeah, not for real. This is literally exactly what I'm going through. But um, I can think of two, which you kind of mentioned, um, but that first one about, um, when we think about telling ourselves the truth and like reminding ourselves of God's character and asking God, like, what do you think about the situation and getting that new perspective? I think of, um, I think it's Psalm 73 and Asaph is like, he's looking at the lives of ungodly people Mm. and he's like, well, God, like they look so successful. Like they have Mm. everything. They have the riches, they have the wealth, like they, seem to be living blessed even though they're not really pursuing like this blameless life they seem to be successful Mm. um and then it goes on later in the verse to say like it wasn't until asaph got um entered into the tabernacle or entered into this tent and he encountered god that he got this new perspective and so um, and he's and the, and it's there that he's reminded of like okay like you know yeah they might be successful temporarily but my inheritance is that you know I will be air quote successful eternally Amen. because of who God is um, and in His promise and I think about that often because that's a lot of a lot of what our faith looks like it's like the reality of our faith is that we live in a fallen world and we're always going to be tempted to look at everything else around us. Mm. And we're, we're going to have moments where it's like, man, that person's platform has way more followers than mine does. And man, that person's making so much more money than I'm making at my ministry job. And, you know, we're going to be looking at other things and seeing how people are externally successful. And that might be true. They might be successful um, in quant in quantity, Mm. or amassing it in wealth um but it's also part of the other half of our faith is like putting it into practice is consistently coming back to encounter God it is consistently coming back to the presence of God and saying like God give me this daily bread like give me this daily bread to complete the task for the day and you know stepping back into that secret place i love how you said like your prayer closet where you know for some people it might be their car it might be going on a walk but like consistently stepping back into the presence of god so that we're reminded of his truth um 
and, and my pastor always says like binge the word of God like just as yeah. much as you binge Netflix like <laughs> binge the word of God um, so that you are constantly reminded of his truth so that when you do have those moments of like oh my gosh I'm doubting God's faithfulness or oh my gosh like I'm looking to my left and to my right um, like you are consistently going back to the word of God and remind reminding yourself of um, that truth and like we even talked about earlier, that is a discipline. It's not something that you're always going to want to do. It's not always, it's not something that is always going to feel the best, like, <laughs> yeah. and that's just the reality of it, but it is a discipline yeah. or it is like a holy habit that mm, you make time for and you prioritize. Um, but another um, kind of scripture that I kind of touched on last episode um, was this verse from Numbers. And honestly, I've been reading through the book of Numbers, girl. It Right now, I think it's one of my favorite Old Testament books. Come on. And I don't know why, because I'm... I, I can admit, like, the Old Testament has not always been my most favorite thing. I hear that. <laughs> uh, but I think it just, it relates so much to, in my opinion, relates to um, figuring out your purpose, figuring out your purpose in the grand scheme of things. And, um, but I love this moment in Numbers 13 where, like, Caleb is, so um, they are sent out to this, the land of milk and honey to kind of explore, see who all is out there, and they come back and Caleb is, like, the only one who is, like, no, guys, like, we can take the land, it's okay, mm-hmm. like, we'll be victorious, um, and it's not that he believes in his own strength or like their strength, but he believes he has this like radical hope and faith that God is going to come through because mm-hmm. he's come through so many times before. And I just love that image, but it's also so real because everyone else around him, the people that even went to the land with him and came back with him are like telling everyone else, no, guys, we can't take the land. Our enemies are there kind of like stirring up this doubt and confusion and fear um and I think and I I won't put words into your mouth but one of the things that I faced was like um when I when I kind of started to have that inkling that like okay I know similar to what you were saying I know I'm not satisfied yeah in this um you know in this grad school I know that for me, it was like I kind of just people pleased it. Like, yeah, no, <laughs> it's just like this is an answer. Um, you know, it's the next logical step, and yeah, we, yeah. we know that faith doesn't always operate logically, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it seemed like the right thing to do. Um, and you know, I had right when I left, I had this kind of it was almost like fear stirred up, and again, not. I don't think my loved ones or family members or friends intentionally did this. Yeah, but it was like the question of like, and also my own thoughts of like, dang, I left a whole grad school program. Like, yeah, I had a scholarship, I had an apartment. Like, it was a great opportunity, and all of a sudden, all this doubt started to stir up. Like, did I write? Did Mm -hmm. I make the right decision? Or I feel like people are going to judge me. Now I have to take the Instagram picture down. Now I have to remove that, it off of LinkedIn. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just 
silly stuff, but honestly, it was like, oh my gosh, like I've disappointed everyone. Yeah. Like, what am I doing? Um, and so much like, you know, Caleb's friends are like, guys, we can't take the land. Like, we're, it's just not going to work out. Why would you, why would you leave this program? All of these things, again, just stirring up doubt. But I also, I think God was also humbling me and teaching me that like, it's actually okay not to have an answer other than you felt like God called you. Mm. Like you felt like God called you out of that. And like, if that's your only answer, then that's your only answer. Wow. And like, it was like one of those things where like, I felt, I remember the day after I had like left grad school, I just felt like so much peace. Yes. I couldn't, even, I couldn't explain it to people. Like people were like, so what are you going to do next? I'm like, I have no idea. Please don't ask me because I really don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, but it was, I, I love that now I can look back on that in reflection and like see that little Caleb moment of like, Caleb probably didn't know what the heck he was doing, but he had this radical hope and radical mm. faith in that God was going to move on their behalf. Amen. And I think like for, for us, maybe it was like, okay, I, I've been obedient to God, kind of like calling me out of this grad school. I, he hasn't told me what the next step is. I really don't know what that is, Yeah. but I, something in me is telling me that, that I have this hope that whatever is next and whatever he's, whatever is next is going to be good and holy and Amen. whatever he's doing while I wait on what's next is going to be good and holy. And, um, it just kind of also reminded me of like, sometimes being the Caleb in his situation, like it looked like the very untraditional, it looked like the minority against the majority. Yeah. And I think for, for you and for me, like, you know, like having a substitute teaching job could look like the minority against the majority of other, you know, business majors, you know what I mean? Or like, For me, it was like, I didn't even work a whole year. Like, (laughs) I did not work. I literally was, honestly, it was like, let's brunch, which I do not make any money off of. And literally just spending that extra time with God. And then only in the last three months was I working this part-time job, which again was like this minority. Like, I have a whole four-year degree and I'm found myself almost being embarrassed of like, dang, I have a part-time job and I have a whole degree. But in the same sense, even looking back on that, God was like using that not only to humble me, (laughs) but also I think to show me that like, even at Fabletics, even at a part-time job, Mm -hmm. he is still calling me to do, to be on mission and to do the good and the holy work that he's, you know, called all of us to do. And even though it looks untraditional, even though it looks like the minority minority against the majority, we can do the untraditional thing and still hold the radical hope and the, you know, the belief that God is going to come through because he's a man of his word. So I think that's another, I don't know, I I guess that's another um, both and situation. Like, it's not an either or it's not you do the traditional thing and the hard and holy good thing like it is a both and it is 
even if you're working at McDonald's, <laughs> you're yeah. still called to be on mission with God. And Amen. God is still d- doing a new thing in you while also preparing you for the new thing he's going to call you to. Amen. So it's like, I don't know if that makes sense, but it's very much absolutely. a both and thing. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That makes great sense. And um, for real, for real, it just sounds like the surrendering to the process. Yeah. And I think as soon as you stop fighting it, you're really, you really just dive into the refinement of it all. The process Girl. is truly good for you. It yes. truly is good for you. And it leads you directly into the promise. So, so yes. anyone that may find themselves in the season that we just described, <laughs> definitely surrender to the Lord and embrace your process because it will certainly be worth it. The less yeah. you fight, the easier it gets. I promise you. Girl, because I and I found even it's so funny because once you, I'm telling you, once you do either like the journaling or the move of God thing, yeah, it's that like to look back on that a year uh, later is yeah. like you have so much proof that God was moving. Yeah, and one of the things that I look when I was like looking back on it, I was like, I really was trying to run from ministry like I, yeah. I feel like I run from it because I was like there's no way I'll be able to you know do what I really love to do which is mm-hmm. you know be creative and um like do social media like there's no way I'll be able to do that while also making money like there's just no way I'll be able mm-hmm. to do that so I'm just not even gonna I'm not even gonna dream that dream and I'll apply I'll start applying to the you know the corporate jobs even though I know I'm not going to be satisfied in that (laughs) like just Mm -hmm. all these things you start to kind of think super logically and you almost start to stop dreaming and like you said at the beginning like I don't think God wants us to be unsatisfied right like like, I've heard even some of my mentors say like like even though you know of course we want our desires to align with God's heart but that doesn't mean that he doesn't want you to like enjoy what you're doing and like he doesn't right. he's just not gonna listen to your dreams like he's placed those dreams in your heart for a reason right. they may look different and may come into fruition in different ways but I think he still wants you to experience those things and I tried to run from it I just remember like the, just creating all these different benchmarks of like why I wouldn't be a good fit for particular ministries like thinking like oh my gosh I haven't read my whole entire bible yet um Mm -hmm. I haven't just random things like silly things that I think we just put we just put these random standards in our head is required yeah to like make it to a certain point and God is like I have a history of using these untraditional things Mm. and places and people to bring glory to me and like you're That's trying to good. run away from it <laughs> um, and so I just find that we do that often in our own humanness we try to just like again do it our own way and like you said when we just surrender to the process I think that's what you said surrendering yeah. to the process and trusting that he is a good author like he's he is a good author we can trust that by him holding the pen like he's gonna write a good story (laughs) yeah a better story than we could write for ourselves Um, absolutely but lastly Sephora first of all thank you so much for all of your wisdom um but tell us currently up to what is to come maybe with everyday Esther or with Mm -hmm. you know 
what you're looking forward to in your new job um and then how you maybe even like what are you expecting what are you hopeful for in this new job um and for everyday esther and then also let us know where we can find you on social media yeah for sure so i'm excited for a lot and i can't even pinpoint everything yeah but it's just my spirit is just so help just so hopeful for what is to come and newness has definitely been a theme on my heart for several months now so i'm super grateful for the newness that god has been revealing to me and is continuing to reveal so i'm excited for that the plans on god's heart even if it doesn't look exactly as I expected or originally hoped for, I know that it's all for my good. So I'm definitely looking forward to more newness. Um, Everyday Esther, uh, it's so amazing watching my baby grow, okay? It's God, It is so fast, okay? <laughs> um, God gave me the vision for Everyday Esther in December 2017, and it's been almost four years now. Um, we launched officially in April 2018, and really just watching God move along the years and specifically uh, along the past several months. It's truly been heartwarming and even has brought me to tears on some occasions. So I'm just super grateful to continue to um, just see the Lord's hand upon everyday Esther and um, continuing to just watch his hand of favor be upon me as well. Like, I'm just so grateful. Um, But yeah, for everyday Esther, feel free to connect with us online at www.com everydayester.org and esther is spelled e-s-t-h-e-r but we're most active on instagram so definitely link up with us on instagram and on facebook our handle on instagram is at official everyday esther and again esther is spelled e-s-t-h-e-r um but yeah so we meet on there every monday morning at 8 a.m est for uh, Monday morning wake-up calls. So definitely look forward to commanding your mornings with us. We definitely prioritize celebration, affirmation, and prayers. So definitely hop on with us there. And we also link up as a community of young women on Zoom on first Wednesdays at 7.30 p.m. EST. So that's pretty much um, all there is about us. Feel free to link up with us, connect with us. We definitely do follow back. So we look forward to connecting with you guys. Oh, I love it. And we're going to put all that information in um, the show notes for you guys to click on um, and make sure you guys follow her. Tune into the 8 a.m. Monday morning wake up or wake up call yeah. um, and the first Wednesdays. Yes, ma'am. Of the month um, on Zoom. But we're just so excited that we got to chat with you again, Zipporah. And thank you again for all of your wisdom, all of your encouragement, all of your realness and authenticity um and i i just know that it's going to free up a lot of people from overworking themselves um people that are seeking clarity learning how to um, invite god into maybe their own confusion and their unsatisfaction um and, and trusting that god hears them and that he loves them and that he hasn't forsaken them um and that he's also calling them to do good holy work right where they are um and so we just appreciate you so much Zipporah and we will talk to all of you next week let's brunch I will see you next week all right bye bye guys